Brian King. Fisk, you're watching On the Road with Dr. Brian King. I say, I say, you're on the road with Dr. Brian King. Hey, I'm Trivi Trollope, and you're on the road with Dr. Brian King. Hi, this is Nikki Tina, and you're watching On the Road with Dr. Brian. Folks, this is Dr. Brian King, and I'm here in uh, the wonderful uh, town of Carolina Beach. It's, uh, if you can't tell by the name of the town, it's a beach community, and it's in the Carolinas. Carolina Beach, North Carolina to be more specific. It's a wonderful little place. And uh, when I checked in the uh, the room here today, uh, they gave me, they upgraded me. They gave me like an ocean view, uh, which is wonderful, except right now I can't see the ocean because it's pitch black outside. I can hear the ocean. I can smell the ocean. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I won't be able to see it till the morning. So, you know, sometimes, I don't know, sometimes I... I don't know what I'm trying to say. Let me get on with my introduction because this sucks. So <laughs> I am uh, I'm here in Carolina Beach uh, and I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm chatting with uh, someone who, if you've been listening to the podcast or if you've been familiar with uh, my life and my work for the past couple of years, uh, you, the name might ring a bell, uh, Miss Sarah Bollinger. Hello, Dr. King. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> What's up, That's Sarah? That's the most formal I've addressed you. That's pretty formal. Uh, <laughs> Sarah is uh, well. You, you know, you're the you're the co-host uh, of a lot of my podcasts, and so I feel like it would be appropriate for you to actually be a guest. You know, so people can get to know who you are. Sure. You know, I mean, you've been co-hosting what now for like a year? Right? Well, yes, yet to be revealed, but yes. Yet to be revealed. We're keeping it a secret, <laughs> folks. Now she's been, uh, you've been co-hosting for a year. You've been traveling with me. Uh, we've Adding been a feminine voice, another perspective. Right, right, my feminine voice. Um, <laughs> and, and full disclosure, folks, uh, Sarah is indeed my uh, my girlfriend. Uh, it's my my better half. The, uh, and crime. Do they, why did they say better half? I am clearly two thirds of this relationship. <laughs> I am like, if we're talking simply body mass. I'm catching up right now. That's true. You got you got the little pregnancy happening. <laughs> yeah, boy, that's making our relationship awkward. Uh, <laughs> wish wish I knew who the father was. Yeah. Which one of them tango dancing, you know, panini eating, latte sipping, thin mustache dudes gave you that baby? Um, that would be you. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, I put a baby in Sarah. So she's like, "Damn it, Brian! You put a baby in me. The least you could do is have me as a guest on your podcast." (laughs) I was like, "All right, baby." No, let's uh, give people a chance to, to get to know you a little bit better. You're not just my girlfriend. You have a lot of, of incredible uh, attributes and pursuits and things like that. I want to talk. I want you to talk about your uh, experience as a dancer. Okay, so I guess I'll start. I start. I've been dancing now for about uh, ten and a half years. Can I just ask yes. you, like, how uh, do the poles ever get cold? I mean, is there like a uh, 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 tango dancing? <laughs> ah, I was kidding. Yeah, she's a, you're a tango dancer. Right, Argentine tango. And is that wait Argentine tango? Why do you make these? Why is it different uh, than other tango? Because there's also ballroom tango, and okay. it's quite a different animal. Where's ballroom tango from? Uh, I don't know. It's American-based perception of Argentine tango. I believe. So it's still Argentine. I don't do. I don't do it, but. 
Uh huh. So you don't do you do Argentine tango, right? As a you're an American, right? Who does Argentine tango? Exactly. And that's different from the Americans who are doing a dance that they call tango. Correct. Based on something they listen to, they learned from Argentina. <laughs> Uh, that's my perception. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to be clear. Uh-huh. Your country of origin is America. Right. You're an American. Right. I'm an adopted Argentine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, 10 years ago, right. you, you went to Argentina. Actually, 10 years ago, I got a scholarship to go to Argentina. Mm-hmm. Um, I had... Some part of me very much always been fascinated with dance, and then the idea of, I don't know where Argentine tango came from, but when I gained my scholarship, I thought, let me try this out before I go, and continue it when I go there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you started dancing in Argentina? I started dancing in Florida, in Gainesville. Oh, really? College was that, town. Was that Argentine? <laughs> yes, it was. And so it was, let me guess, let me guess, so you're an American... <laughs> In America. Right. Dance and tango. Right. But yet somehow it's not American tango. Isn't that awesome? That's pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so you so tell me more tell me I'm sorry to interrupt. Tell, <laughs> tell you more. Uh, tell me a story. So yes, no, I was interested in tango. I went to Argentina. I lived there for about a year, uh, and among other things in my studies, I would dance often, mm-hmm. and uh, been dancing ever since. Let me ask you: In Argentina, is it common for the guys to to put the dollars in your g-string, or is no, it that's, they throw uh, it to you? Completely different idea. <laughs> <laughs> None of that. So you've been dancing for ten years. What right. do you like about tango? Uh, there's a lot of aspects I like about mm-hmm. tango. Uh, as you alluded in our previous attempted recording, it's nice to have somewhere to get up, to go get dressed, to get mm-hmm. ready, put your dress on, put your makeup on, have that um, feminine side, if you will, mm-hmm. if you choose to do that. Um, get Couldn't ready. you just do that by going down to the club and twerking? Not quite the same. Yeah, I there, mean, you do have There's to... a whole culture surrounding tango. It's dress, it's dance, it's codes, yeah. as they call them, how you interact. There's an etiquette mm-hmm. associated with it. So it's like a club. It kind of is. Then it's a got... whole other world, if so you will. So you're like an elitist. Not exactly. But it does take a bit to get to understanding a bunch of people, all the codes, as they call them. So there's a bunch of people... Who get together uh, and just pretend like they're better than everybody else. No. <laughs> no, not if you want your tango community to last. This <laughs> uh, is I so I've been to I've been to your Malangas. Right. Uh, and uh, and I observe people not just dancing, but also interacting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things I think is really funny is how much you how much time you guys spend discussing uh, Argentina uh, and Buenos Aires, you know. Well, that is the mother country. Sure. Well, for <laughs> yeah, for dancing. However, uh, uh, but it's it's funny though because it's like a it's it's almost like a one-upmanship, you know. Like one guy will say like, uh, yeah, you know, Buenos Aires they do this. He's like, well, actually they do this. And <laughs> another person will chime in like, you know, in Argentina they don't like spicy food. I'm like I know they don't like spicy food because I've been to Argentina. Blah blah blah. <laughs> It's just it's it's like it's like everybody's trying to outprove it's you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of like the nerds that like argue comic book stats you 
know. Well, or there used to be one, so you might. Not. I know. I recognize. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I recognize that behavior. Well, perhaps, but instead, but no, uh, instead, um, instead of memorizing a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, details about fictional characters and stuff, you guys are memorizing details about this foreign country. That you keep visiting, you know? It really depends where you are in your tango learning. It's an international yeah. dance. And in the history of tango, actually, it was looked down upon. It was a poor person's dance. Really? It, it was. And it wasn't until it was brought to Europe and then brought back to Argentina that became uh, high I, society, if you will. And now it's rich Americans. And now it's everywhere in the world, yeah. Yeah, but mainly rich Americans. No. <laughs> Come on, I don't see how many people in uh, in Bro- in Nigeria are tango there are dancing. Some. I'm I sure do there have are some friends from I'm there. Sure yeah, that's a cool thing. I have this wonderful network of people from all over mm-hmm. the world that I get to meet. And even though we may not speak the same language, we speak the same language. You speak the language, the language. of dance. <laughs> yes, the dance language. Whoa. Exactly. Tell me something in dance. Uh huh. No, just give me a dance sentence. Uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you that the audience would hear. No, that's true. <laughs> hey, folks, what she just did is she acted out. She moved her arm back and forth, kicked her leg up, and apparently that means she's hungry. <laughs> uh, I love how people communicate through dance. It's just moving her. It's just flailing your arms. Not it's like Twerking. So you guys, you don't twerk though in tango, do you? No, actually, the hips remain relatively still compared to many other dances. Which is really weird for like a Latin America, you know, origin, because they got hips. You know what I mean? Right, and they there is butts. an African influence as well. And you got a big ass butt. A How come you don't want to shake that thing? <laughs> How come you just want to get out there and just shake it like a crazy person? Man? There's lots of different kinds of movement and yeah. expression. So you keep your you keep your butt nice and still. Not nice and still, but no, relatively no, no, to okay. other dances, perhaps so. I think that you should figure out a way to to work twerking into tango. Well, there's a lot of fusions, but that's not what <laughs> I've participated twerk, in. <laughs> twango, twerk, 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 yeah. uh, no. So no, but uh, so what draws? So you you like the tango, uh, and uh, and you like dressing up, right? Uh, and you like, you know, the whole ambiance about it, you know, and I get that. It's like a, you, you really do. It's like a throwback culture. I mean, like dudes wear top hats and, uh, you know. <laughs> like, they may sometimes wear hats, although they're not so functional. That's more dudes, showmanship. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, it's, you know, everybody's just got, it's just, you know, like there's a bunch of old ladies in tango, you know. There's a lot of generations in tango too which is nice it's a big culture you depending on where you go to dance if it's a neighborhood you might find children and you may find older dancers um Mm -hmm. there was an age where it was almost extinct so there is yes an older generation and then there there's been kind of a revival and Mm -hmm. a whole nother genre of i don't want to call it a whole nother genre but a whole nother revolution of music tango um, nuevo, as they mm-hmm. call it, electronic tango, perhaps. Nuevo tango. And then, yeah, and now uh, younger dancers and orchestras mm. taking on the older music and also composing their own for us to dance to. Is that band Yola Tango? Are they uh, are they a good tango band? I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have not. to say probably They're, not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo tango. 
Taco Bell. That's a Taco Bell commercial. (laughs) Actually, it's Yo Quiero. (laughs) So you were talking earlier, uh, and and when we when we refer to earlier, uh, we attempted to record a podcast a moment ago, and uh, the recorder was was not on. So we have all this really great conversation that you guys will never hear. Airspace. But when we were talking earlier, you made a point about how, uh, you know, the movement and the activity and the exercise. So let's go back into that. Uh, talk okay. about... Okay. So, well, uh, I used to do some health coaching. And one thing I always encourage people who are trying to get healthy is to find uh, hobbies, activities, or physical activity that they enjoy, that they don't realize that they're doing physical activity mm-hmm. um, or exercise, as we quote-unquote like to call it. So uh, another thing I do like about tango is that you can be dancing all night and not realize that you're participating in physical activity. Mm-hmm. And then all the benefits, of course, that come along with that. Um so, yeah, there are many. And there's actually a lot of empirical research to show besides just general good activity exercise. But, but it's uh, not a terribly strenuous dance, though. It's I mean, not, it, which makes it wonderful why, why it is good for people mm-hmm. of all ages. And um, something I, Has everybody ever broken a hip doing tango? I don't think they've probably broken a hip doing tango. <laughs> <laughs> I would say as an occupational therapist... Uh-huh. Who works in the medical field? If they broke into the hip doing tango, it's probably because they had some pre-existing things going gotcha. on already. <laughs> gotcha. But now, when I watch you and I observe you as you're and you're you're good, but it's like, you know what it is? Okay, so I, and I recognize that you're a, a good tango dancer and you've been putting ten years into it. And other people, oh my gosh, she's so good, she's so good to dance with. You know, so people respect your skills. But as a spectator, all right. Judging the quality of a tango dancer is like judging the quality of a bullfighter. Uh, in that, and in the sense that if you uh, successfully fight the bull, uh, you're be- you're the best. So are we conquering our partner? Uh, what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that as a spectator, and I've been to bullfights, and you have too. And as a spectator, don't you feel like every single bullfight is like the exact same thing? You no. Know? Oh, you don't. I do not, yeah. but I have a little bit of a different eye because I've been in this game for a while. Uh-huh. Well, tell me about your bullfights. Uh, well, it depends on what I'm looking for at the time. Am I looking at a tango show, tango espectacular, as they like to say? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, am I looking, which is tends to be more acrobatic? Am I looking at a social dance? Am I at a social dance and looking for a partner? There's a lot of things we do... When we're not dancing, when we're waiting for dances, mm-hmm. there's a lot of enjoyment that can be found as an observer, too. For example, watching a couple dance and what is the dynamic between them? Are they enjoying each other's company? You know, there's a lot of interaction that happens between the couple that's very subtle that only they may see. But there's some mm-hmm. things you can observe as an observer, too. Hmm. Like if they trip? Uh, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, it does happen. <laughs> yeah. What's that? What's you know that whole uh, that old phrase? It takes two to tango. Right, and yeah. that's uh, sure it takes two to tango. It can take one to tango, depending. Because you on what can't you're tango doing. by yourself. Sure, you can. Can you? Yeah, it's not the same, but it's you kinda, can. You're basically just walking in a it's, circle. It's not as rewarding and engaging, <laughs> yeah. but you you're, can. You're just walking in a circle, tangoing by yourself. And really, you could. And I was, I was, I was just insinuating as an observer. It, 
could take more. Some would say it takes more than two to tango because mm-hmm. if you've got anybody observing you, any presence in a room will uh, influence how you're dancing, even though they have that saying, you know, watch like dance like nobody's watching. Well, people's presence do right, <laughs> influence right. what you're doing. I'm a better dancer when people are watching. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, some people are and some people become <laughs> self-conscious. I will shake my ass. <laughs> Throw my hands in the air and wave them like I just don't care. I think that's a different dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Watusi. Okay. Uh, well. So, uh, but so I, I think that's interesting. Now, do you uh, do you dance uh, professionally? I mostly dance socially. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't consider myself a professional. You tell me I'm too humble, but you are very uh, humble. I, I consider this myself was your opportunity. This was your opportunity. <laughs> This was your opportunity to correct that. I like being a social dancer. Uh huh. I do. But you are like professional quality, and could teach classes and shit, right? I have taught classes Uh and things, (laughs) and I have organized um, tango events, milongas, or dances, as we like to call them. Yeah. And wait, what uh, do you like to call them? Milongas or dances? Yes, the okay. event, the place where you go to dance. Is a milonga. Is a milonga, yeah. yes. It's also a type of music and uh-huh. a rhythm a type of dance associated with tango. Gotcha. Yeah. And so you organize those. Right, yes. And you teach people how to dance. I do sometimes, yes, gotcha. when they ask me. Oh, very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. And so this this tango pursuit uh, for 10 years, what do you, you think is going to happen with this? I'm not sure. I'm enjoying the ride. Mm-hmm. I enjoy uh, my own personal development during it. I, people and myself included have many reasons for dancing tango, mm-hmm. depending on what's going on in their life. Um, Who are some of the best dancers that you've ever uh, danced with? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, everybody's different. So there's a lot of professionals and there's a lot of no-names that I will never know their name that uh-huh. uh, I have danced just with. Just anonymous partners yeah, that just really. go into the dark. This sounds like a sex thing. It, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dance, a lovely dance, a few years ago, and I will never know the gentleman's name. It was an older gentleman uh-huh. uh, from the traditional age of tango. And uh, had a wonderful dance with him. He was probably in his 80s. Um, never was he w- drooling? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is somebody who probably had danced his old life. So yeah. older gentleman, but had wonderful years of experience. Hmm. And was great to dance with and had the pleasure of dancing and enjoying. Before the evening got too late and he was on his way. And he, so he was like spinning you around and... Well, it was a it was a very uh, small, relatively small milonga. <laughs> so mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of spinning around space, but yeah, it was a nice rhythmical connection with somebody. So this brings up another thing. Now, tango is traditionally, uh, uh, you know, there's two roles in tango. There's the man and the woman, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know, man leads, woman follows, right? Basically, but you do both. I do do both. What's that about? Well, uh, many things. Yes, an interest in teaching, mm-hmm. uh, freedom of expression to do both. Um, Which and then do you prefer? I prefer both. You just, can't prefer two things. I do. I a prefer preference both. means that one is better than the other. I prefer both. 
Right. Um, so you like being led. I like being led. What if the person leading you sucks? Well, you still try to find your own voice in that. Okay. So you, in other words, you go rogue. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rogue, you still try to dance tango. with the person, make that connection, uh-huh. and let yourself be understood and your and expressed. And about what about when you lead? What do you do then? Uh, it's another form of expression. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as somebody who was first a follower and then a leader, you know, as a follower, we listen to the music just as much as a leader does. Uh, and I think as a leader. It gives me a little bit more freedom, you may say, to initiate those expressions. But if you're a good leader, you follow also. Mm -hmm. And so this sounds kind of complicated, but it's a very yin-yang kind of thing. If you have a good communication with the person you're dancing with, uh, while one person ultimately plays the leader and the other person ultimately plays a follower, you're suggesting to each other the entire time. And hopefully you become, as we like to say, a four-legged beast or mm-hmm. uh, something where you become one person dancing together because you have that level of communication. So you really feel like like uh, when, you get, when, you're, when you really know somebody and you're dancing well and uh, you're, there's a strong connection between the two of you, you really feel like uh, you can anticipate each other's moves or move together as like one unit. Right. Well, maybe you don't want to anticipate, as we would say, so much because then you're not fully present in the moment, mm-hmm. which you definitely need to be when you're dancing. Um, but you feel that if you're really dancing well, you're present in the moment and you're open to possibilities. Mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. Does that ever does that ever uh, like uh, translate into behavior outside of the uh, the dance floor outside of Malanga? Uh, it could. <laughs> I feel like the three legged race uh, <laughs> would be you a do. good you know like because or the wheelbarrow you know something like that man like like tango dancers could be just winning all the company picnic <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> events. There there is. Uh... Uh, a different observation of, that you'll notice uh, interactions with people. I notice, you know, my distance to people, how people respond energetically, if you will, when you're getting physically close to them in mm. different ways or environments. Um, so it, it can translate, but yeah. It's... Yeah. So what else do you do besides tango dancing? Uh, well, that's my primary passion. Uh-huh. I also enjoy writing, although I haven't done a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that's a pursuit for this new year. We're gonna make come. we'll get you we'll get you writing some. But yeah, since third or second grade they thought I would be a writer professionally. Really? Nobody yeah. guessed tango dancer. Nobody that's guessed weird. I wouldn't have either. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was like, you know, she's gonna be an American who goes to Argentina. It decides to do tango dancing, but it's Argentine tango. It's not American <laughs> tango. It's not an American doing tango. In a, in a, it's so confusing. Well. Why can't tango just be tango? Why you guys have to be snobs about it? <laughs> Generally, I say tango. But then there's sometimes some differentiating needed. Okay. It's like if I, if I, uh, I don't know. Would What's you my like to be called an improv comedian? You no. You don't do improv comedian. I don't do improv. <laughs> but improv is a very. There's nothing wrong with it. Improv is a very, very different right. uh, uh, activity. Exactly. Okay, Argentine tango <laughs> and regular tango. 
I bet you, like, nobody can tell the difference except a handful of little Argentine maestro snobs, man. Well, oh, that is so, they are so doing the tango to wrong. Well, actually, several years ago, I had a, when I was at work in a hospital, my boss came up to me very excited that there was a patient in the hospital who was a tango dancer and brought him up and wanted us to start dancing to show everybody. Yeah. Uh, we started to dance and within seconds knew that we were not compatible <laughs> we figured really? out why. And, yeah. that's, and that's, it's that different. Huh? Yeah, wow. yeah. It's like playing uh, tennis and racquetball. <laughs> um, I was a racquetball player. I was a racquetball player for a long time. And I figured I could go play tennis. Looks pretty similar. You know, you're hitting the ball with a racket. <laughs> and I uh, could not get, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't play tennis. <laughs> kept hitting the ball out of the court. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, too much. You're putting too much effort into it because, you know, you don't slam it into the to the wall. You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? Yeah. <laughs> You ever play racquetball? I have, yes. Racquetball is a pretty fun game. It and is you got to hit game. it hard, man. You got to hit that. You got to <laughs> wail it. You got to beam it into. Sometimes you just aim it specifically at your friend. Right. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tennis, you don't aim it at your friend. That would take too long to get to him. <laughs> so uh, I was I was asking you about your uh, your your experiences with some of these. Uh, you know, well-known tango dancers and stuff. Right. And, uh, tell me about somebody. Uh, uh, can name some names. Who's the, who's some of the big people? There's so many big people. Mm-hmm. Name one big person. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have to go for leaders, I guess I'll say um, people that I have danced personally with through my history would be um, well, American Nay Mello, mm-hmm. who changed his career. He worked in. The trade towers, actually, as they were going on and as going you down. You mean the, the, the twin world, towers? Yes, yeah. in New York and changed his life and became a professional dancer here in the U.S. Did he do that before or after they were? After, uh, after. That's, that's... Yeah, he kind of saw his life flashing behind before his eyes and decided, this is not what I want to do with my life. <laughs> right. became a dancer. Um, there's so many dancers I've danced with. Uh, my master, Rodolfo Dinsel, mm-hmm. uh, who passed away a year ago today, actually, um, was wonderful and influenced my dancing tremendously. Uh, Alex Krebs here in the U.S., mm-hmm. Oscar Casas. Uh, there's so many dancers. I mean, I could name hundreds of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be a really... great... I podcast. don't really think most people would know who they are. I know, but that would be awesome. Hey, look, man, people listening to this, they might be fans of Argentine tango. Uh, they may be. And they might be like, ooh, she's dancing with Oscar Krebs. That's, ooh. <laughs> so anybody, if you had people who are not, who are, who are unfamiliar with the tango world might recognize the name Kirstie Alley. Right, yes. What about her? Oh, well, I got to meet her uh, a few years ago. She did this 100daysofdance.com uh, weight loss idea. And apparently one of her favorite dancers or her favorite dances among all of those was Argentine Tango. Mm-hmm. So on her 100-day finale, she wanted uh, a bunch of tango dancers to get together. And one of her homes happens to be in Clearwater, Florida. And so I kind of got recruited to go film with her one day. Uh-huh. Did you dance there. with her? I didn't dance with her personally. I you got my picture her? taken with her. You didn't lead her? I got filmed by her. You didn't follow her? <laughs> her lead? She was a very down-to-earth person. Yeah, was, she, was she a good dancer or not? 
Uh, yes. Is yes. this when she gained all the weight or lost it? Well, I think she had lost it at that point. That oh, was the okay. point of the. Oh, <laughs> right, the 100 days. Right, yeah. yes. <laughs> was John Travolta there? He was not, but yeah. he is a local celebrity, you know, Cala nearby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Kirstie Alley. Right. Uh, and uh, if you ever see her again, will you put in a good word for me? Sure. We could get her on the podcast. <laughs> if we were very cool? fortunate, maybe. So, baby, you're not just tangoing, though, man. You've been uh, on this trip. Uh, right. let's, let's talk about... Uh, now, so you and I have been... Uh, I don't know. We've been we've been together for a little while, right? Yeah. Like, uh, what have we been doing? Like, a, like a, you call it like six months? <laughs> well, we've been friends for a while. We have. We've dated for about a year and a half. Yeah. Now. That's been, <laughs> seems like a really long time. It does. Yeah. It's very intense when you're with somebody yeah. all the like, time, like traveling constantly. all over the U.S. And, the and we have been traveling. We, we've been traveling for a, a fair amount. What was, what was your favorite place that we've traveled together so far? Oh, I can't pick one. Okay, what's your second favorite place? <laughs> Just tell me a place I, you okay. liked. I love Montreal, which is where uh, we're going yeah. back this summer. I don't know, really like Montreal. We yeah. did, yes. It's okay. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I, I love a lot of places, but uh, yeah, Montreal, just something about it, the vibe of that city. Maybe right. it's, maybe it's because nobody speaks English, and I can't, <laughs> I can't tell that they're making fun of me. <laughs> oh, look at that American. Uh, that's a worst Montreal accent, <laughs> yes, by the way. Would you like some more poutine? <laughs> <laughs> and no, and more importantly than, <coughs> than any place is the ability that I've been able to meet up with friends and family as mm-hmm. we travel on the road and have that experience where even though I traveled a lot on my own previously, it wasn't quite so extensively and didn't have quite that opportunity. Yeah, we've done a lot too. Yeah. Uh, we uh, let's uh, where where uh, let's let's list some highlights uh, just so people can get a feel for the extent of of, of our uh, life on the road. Okay, well I think you we first started traveling together when you met up with me in Colorado and right. helped me drive back to Florida. That's right. We, so you were in Boulder and we drove. Right. We did a, a trip back to Florida. Right. And then, uh, then and you then were. And then I was in Argentina for about a month before right. we traveled again together. And then we met up in Oregon. Right. Uh, and then we met up again in Florida. Correct. <laughs> yep. And uh, and then you started traveling with me permanently. Right. After that point, and we went to we went to Los Angeles mm-hmm. and packed, packed up, up your house. Yeah, packed up my house. Your apartment. And then I uh, had this nice road trip all the way back to Florida to your house. Via Mexico. Via Mexico, right. <laughs> I don't know how many people are aware of the geography of the uh, Mexico and U.S., uh, the two countries. But uh, if you were to travel from <laughs> from Los Angeles to Florida, generally speaking, you don't go through Mexico. No, uh, we were having a bit of a joy ride. We didn't even go. It wasn't like we went down in Mexico and then straight across either. No. We just went up and down, up, up and, and down. Up and down, across yeah. the border. <laughs> checked out places. I'd never been to the Grand yeah. Canyon before, and that was on my bucket list. Right. And then we went, uh, so then we went, we got to Florida, and we packed up your house. My entire um, four-bedroom. So just in, in case home. anybody's keeping score, uh, we packing packing up my house in Los Angeles means, me, means I'm homeless. Going to Florida, <laughs> packing up Sarah's home uh, in Florida means Sarah's now homeless. That is and, true. And uh, yeah, and after that, we just embarked on a on a huge one, man. Right. We were all over the United States. Right. Went every all over Canada. Mm-hmm. Went to Australia. Uh, went to 
Went to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> did a cruise. We did a cruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, went to, you know, uh, I don't know where we went. Now we're sitting here in Carolina Beach. That yeah. we are. Where are we going to go next? Uh, I think we've got a work trip planned out to the Midwest again. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be back here for a little bit in Florida again. Yeah. So we're always on the move. So, so yeah, on the road. Uh, it's a, it's a. I think it's a fitting podcast. I and, do too. And while we're on the road, you're tango dancing. Right. And you're I'm, doing and comedy. I'm, and I'm making and jokes. And we're working. Making the jokes. Some. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a good fun. And in a few months, uh, we got a little. We got a little. We have a new person joining to the us. Show. Yeah. Which is gonna be pretty crazy. She have won't ever, be able to participate in speech too long. Have you ever had long. any? Uh, you ever had any kids before? I have not. This is your first one. This is my first child. Uh, how many? Pre- how many months pregnant are you? We are seven months pregnant. Seven months <laughs> pregnant. I thought you were just putting on weight. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been feeling pretty fat these days. <laughs> I thought you were just eating a lot of ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Seven months pregnant. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Uh, I've never had a kid before, not that I know of or care to hear from. Uh, (laughs) There might be a couple out there, but they better not call me up, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I was listening to this podcast, and uh, are you the same Dr. Brian that once went out with Lucy Smith and and hooked up with her in Charlotte, North Carolina? Ow! There's no Lucy Smith that made that name up. What are you doing? I'm not going to mention a real ex-girlfriend on my podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, anything else you want to add? It's a new year. Folks, where, where, where can people find out about Tango and your performances and maybe catch up with you and maybe see some video of you in action? Well, you can check me out at Sarah Bollinger, period, Facebook. <laughs> okay. Or Red Tango on Facebook. Okay. I don't have too many videos. There might be a few wandering we're around on, on, uh, on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, wherever you are, look up your city and Tango and check it out and give it a try if you like it. Uh, stick with it for six months. And you might find yourself in a whole nother world. There you go, folks. And with that, uh, thank you, Sarah, for doing this little interview. Yeah, I feel like the first one was funnier. Uh, yeah, like the <laughs> well, one... <laughs> the later it gets, the, the pitch black. <laughs> I know. The first one we did that didn't make the recording was so funny. Uh, <laughs> you guys really missed out. <laughs> nah. <laughs> All right. Hey, folks, this is, once again, this has been On the Road. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening.